is where you have to like actually practice a lot and i don't think people get that oh okay yeah yeah okay they're like if i'm good at impressions then i'm a voice actor right and it's <laughs> like um freeze stop where you are <laughs> you're gonna have to explain that and like explain what is needed or like yeah like what it is i can i've, I've got a lot of resources and i can i can send them his way and talk to him about it because it's not like the most complicated thing in the world, but it's one of those things where you have to practice. You know, like, how you see someone's drawing? Yeah. And it looks good. Mm-hmm. And then, like, but maybe it's their first drawing, and, and then, like... And you see someone else who's done it for years, and it's, like, And amazing. it's, like, 500,000 times better, yeah. yeah, and you're like, well, shit. We're talking about voice acting for yeah. Duncan. For context, hi, folks. <laughs> yeah, so we were talking about voice acting. Your your uh, boyfriend, Duncan, wants to try, and Well, he's crazy can... good at, like accents and going on these like very comedic rants with these accents yeah yeah and that's good you do want to have improv skills Mm -hmm. for instance like yeah he definitely has that yeah he does no he's got a good starting point (laughs) yeah which is promising so you were going to tell me yeah a story okay well i have a couple fears uh so my first one is that i got a bug in my mouth today I was out for a no. walk, and I saw it coming, and I knew it was going to happen because my mouth is open, and I couldn't close it in time, and but I had to breathe, so. Oh, that will get you every um, time. Yeah, so, like. Needing oxygen. Landed on my tongue, and. <gasps> no! And then I, like, had to, like, take it off my tongue and look at it, and I'm like, yeah, that was an aphid. Ew. Yeah, they're in the they're air. They're everywhere. They are part of the air. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, as you're walking, they, um, you look at your skin like your hand and there's like 10 flies on it oh yeah when i went for a run i was like caked in dead fly yeah it was so gross wearing the corpses of the fallen and that'd be that would sound cool in any other context but it's just a bunch of aphids that have decided to replace oxygen in our town yeah and it happens every fucking year yeah so we've complained about this i think we complained about this last time i don't think we're ever gonna stop i don't think we can stop no um until somebody does something about this Fix it. Fix it. Whoever's Come to listening. And do something about this. Help Shit. us. And no, at providing more spiders is not a fix. No. Other bugs eat aphids. Um, give us some bats. Give me a list of cute animals and bugs that I don't hate that eat aphids. Yeah. And I'll pick one that I like the most. I would like some bats. If somebody could import some bats to Cochrane, that would be great. We do actually have bats. Well, we here. need more bats because there's a lot of aphids. Yeah, there's not enough bats per aphid capita. No. Yeah. We need, well, we can't have one bat per aphid. No, we need one that bat per 10 million aphids because there's more than that per square foot. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> one bat per square foot. Per square foot of aphid, please. We'll just be overrun with that would be a lot of bats. Bats. Um, Too many bats. Yeah, so my other thing. <laughs> So I uh, I was talking – like I was like waiting for you to text back and just let me know it's good for me to come over and record. So and I was sitting with Duncan. Yeah. And uh, I I was like, he's not getting back to me. And he's like, Ren. And I'm like, Ren. And then he's like – I scared the shit out of him. Really? Because he's never heard my demon voice. Like jokingly scared the shit out of him, but he's never heard me use it. That's and funny. I didn't realize I hadn't used it. So then he started no, laying down all these guidelines. He's like, so, like, when we're in a fight, you're not allowed to use the demon superpowers. <laughs> There's just, like, guidelines as to when I can let my demon fly. Guideline, Yeah. Andrea's yeah. demon voice list of rules. It's like a scroll. <laughs> 
<laughs> you sign it. I'm going to have to, yeah. Yeah. He's going to do up a contract for this. Good. I mean, that's <laughs> fair enough. Because what a, I mean, like, he doesn't know if that's a weird kink for you. He doesn't. You could bring that up during, during fun times. And yep. he'd be like, yeah, that killed it. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> this relationship's over. Bye. He could, yes. I I think he that'd won't. be kind of fair. I I mean, it's not it's not fair. alarming, but it wouldn't be like fun in certain contexts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it wouldn't be. No. So, what's my fear? Jeez. What is your fear? Hmm. 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 I I maybe a stress induced heart attack. I'm that constantly is scary. yeah, because it's realist. It's something that could happen. Yeah. Ugh. Just like getting a bug in your mouth. But, um, yeah, no, with, uh, it, it, there's constantly one thing after another in quick succession mm-hmm. recently. And it feels like that's been happening for, like, I don't know, since I was born probably. But it's just ramping up. It's accelerating. It's getting worse and more often. And now things keep happening like constantly what? and don't end. Um, just things I gotta do, being called in to do things mm-hmm. um, suddenly in, like, on top of themselves like i'm being like triple scheduled by people including me yeah i'm basically (laughs) i'm basically being pulled in like 500 different directions at once and that's not great for me yeah because i already have a hard time focusing i'm like well now i yeah we gotta figure out a different uh day to record too so that it's not so last minute and that so we both have like a bit more time oh yeah but no it's not even that it's it's that in context with everything else i'm doing yeah like work school uh other school more school uh <laughs> bad tutor from school yeah really school is just oh my terrible God. right now it's and it's just as one course too. mine has started too so yeah yeah it's just this one fucking course on my end. Fucking the other there. two are normal, stressful, yeah. like the reasonable amount that yeah. you expect from school. This There's one is one like that, a murder like, course. You fucking hate. There's always one. Yeah, and it's, every semester I had, there was like one course. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's like the burden course. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's sometimes the one that you didn't foresee as being the burden course. You're like, this will be interesting, and then yeah, it turns out like it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, like, I did not think, okay, so I'm doing psychology as a degree, and I'm doing a research methods course, and I know all this info already. Mm-hmm. And you I have a research methods fine. in, like, a million different courses up, coming up to, like, yeah, they're, they're this course, and they're like, everything. you haven't heard of this yet, have you? And I'm like, yeah, it's I like, have heard I've of heard materials, of method, <laughs> results, shit like that. I've never not heard of them, in yeah. fact, is the thing. They're Maybe. taught in every course ever. They, they, they start being taught in junior high. Like, yeah, for science. Yes, we know it, so... Can we move on? Yeah, exactly. And I I get wanting an in-depth focus. The problem is that they grade you based on what is not there, based on a negative. Perfect. Which is not very good. I I bet physicists would hate my tutor. I feel like they would not like that. (laughs) Proving a negative? Yeah. Basing everything on a negative? Basing an entire marking scheme on what is perceived to not be there as opposed to the criteria. Well, and she only scans your stuff and then says it's missing this and then you have to send it back being like it's right here. Yeah. In the second paragraph? Yeah. Did you read my second paragraph or did you just... I have like 10 lines about it, lady. (laughs) I think she... Plus, it's just things that occur to her that aren't there at the time, right? Because you can't 
mark based on what's not there because there's always going to be something yeah. that is not there but is also not relevant to the assignment yeah. or related to research. That shouldn't be docked. <laughs> no, exactly, because yeah. it's you can't weird. It's opinion. You can't be fully comprehensive in a, like, limit of five-page paper or whatever. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're limited to, like, two pages. That's even more fun. Oh, wow. Trying yeah. to cram that much information into two pages. Yeah, like, uh-huh. obviously there's going to be things missing if you only allow a two-page limit. Yeah. Um, so that's fun. That's fun. <laughs> I picked – no, wait. I didn't pick the theme. I picked the theme. But I did the case. I – animal murderers. So, like – Not not people murdering animals. Like animals who murdered right. people. Yeah, so animals that killed somebody. Yeah, animals that killed somebody. So don't worry. There's no – um. I would well, never do that. It would be too disturbing for me. I couldn't research it, no. no. Especially since you, you know if you oh, type that into ha- Google. Yes, no. You're going to get no. the weird people. Can't handle it. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do it. I'd be too sad forever, it would I be, think, traumatized. I have been traumatized before. Just from like the – so uh, Luca – what is that guy? He's, he's Canadian. He's a guy that like – Oh, the cannibal, right? The guy that like – I think he did eat some of the guy, but like he like killed – animals at first and made like um film like he filmed it oh right yeah and then he filmed himself actually murdering a person and then mailed the body parts to several different places right anyway uh one of his videos was on there and it's like like i was just googling him Mm -hmm. um just to find out the story like wikipedia but one of his videos came up and it starts with just like like i didn't play it it, it was just a still, obviously, there's no way I was going to play yeah, it. But you see just enough. a kitten sitting on a bed. And, you and I'm know. like, that fucking kitten died a horrible death. That's that's the worst part. Yeah. Yeah. So like I already knew. Like, this. I don't even have to watch it. To, like, no, because I, all I, I have to do is be like, that kitten, yeah. Suffered horribly. Yeah, I know. Like, that's the thing. I'm afraid of what's going to come up even in a still image or anything, yeah, right? Yeah, like, because I you just know, know where the video is headed because you know the story. Yeah, your brain fills in the <clears throat> blanks. You know what happens. Yeah. It's like, I can't he, handle like, it. He fed them to sn- a snake. Oh, God. And then he also, like, vacuum sealed them in a... Oh, yeah. like, I, I heard don't, of that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just yeah. different ways of smothering them. Like, what a fucking lunatic. Ugh. Um, And a loser, actually. He was pretty pathetic. He's actually really pathetic. Was but he the one who tried to be a model and yes. sucked at it? Yeah, I knew And it. then he also, like, tried to drum up interest in his videos by pretending to be someone else. And then he tried to draw attention to himself in prison by, like, creating a rumor but posing as someone else starting this rumor. Yeah, of Saying course. that he was dating Carla Homoka. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, he's just trying to, like get attention so every time like it seemed like anytime like the media stopped talking about him he'd like just he had beg for attention like fucking loser. it was pathetic yeah. yeah and a lot of people are like that for sure not all of them are murderous though no is the thing. no you could be pathetic without murdering yeah mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah and it's, a, it's a better way to be pathetic you'll still have your freedom yeah. <laughs> and then you can pathetic all over the place <laughs> <laughs> instead of just from yourself yep so our case, though, the one that I chose and wrote it this time, and Andrea is going to be somewhat surprised. She's heard of it, but doesn't remember the details. Yeah, I and don't. And I got some details. I suspect I'm going to be blown away. Re-horrified. Re-horrified. Yes. So we're going to start that now. And I do want to give, uh, give a brief warning, you know, for the usual stuff. And also, there is animal death. It's not focused on the way that we just described with the other guy. Ugh. But it is just it happens uh yeah 
Yeah. Okay. Not in detail. You're, you're fine. But yeah. All right. All right. Let's start. So this time I get revenge on Andrea by making her read the long part, but I'm going to start. <laughs> and this is Travis the Chimp. So some of you might have heard of this. It's it's pretty famous. Okay. Yeah, I would think probably. It's uh, It was pretty high profile. So let's talk about Travis the Chimp. Travis was born on October 21st, 1995. He was a male chimpanzee and an animal actor and had appeared in several television shows and commercials, notably for Pepsi and Old Navy. Okay. So so far, so good. Yeah. You, this is quite you nice. don't think it's bad. This is lovely. Yeah, no, I just, I chose a story that's just a nice story about <laughs> a monkey. That's all. <laughs> okay. Good. That's it. <laughs> I guess we'll change the name of our podcast to two contented siblings yep i wish it did start like stop right <laughs> there i wish the it didn't end. go any Bye, further guys. yeah i wish did that you, was like the it. story <laughs> uh, i mean like the story gets so intense right like what happened is brutal so i do wish that that's where it ended but unfortunately no so okay. <laughs> he was born near festus missouri at mike and connie brown casey's compound currently named the missouri chimpanzee sanctuary and his life had kind of a rough start. So, oh. in an, yeah, in an instant that was, like, separate from the one we're going to get into in a bit, Travis's mother, Susie, was fatally shot following an escape in 2001. So Aww. I'm guessing she got out and was shot by someone. Yeah. Thanks, Missouri. <laughs> Stop shooting, thanks, please. So Sandra and Jeremy Harold adopted Travis when he was three days old, and they named him after Sandra's favorite singer, Travis Tritt. Okay. The Heralds raised Travis at their home at Rock Rimmon Road in the North Stamford section of Stamford, Connecticut. And Travis was the Heralds' constant companion. He would often accompany them to work and on their shopping, like, excursions into town. Okay. The Heralds owed, uh, the Heralds, fuck. <laughs> they owned a towing company. And Travis would pose for photos at the shop and ride with a tow truck, his seatbelt buckled as he wore a baseball shirt. So he was cute, right? Cute, yeah. And he obviously became kind of a nice fixture in the town. Yeah. Like, for example, he'd been known to greet police officers that the family would, like, encounter when they were towing cars and stuff. And having grown up around, like, around people, Travis was socialized to humans essentially since birth. A neighbor said he used to play around and wrestle with Travis. He added the chimpanzee always knew when to stop and paid close attention to his owner, saying, quote, he listened better than my nephews. And about the incident that's coming up, he said, quote, I just don't know why he would do that. Yeah, it doesn't sound like... He doesn't seem it... like someone who's about to do something bad. Yeah. No. It doesn't. Nope. Travis was also, like, crazy smart. Like, he could open doors using keys, dress himself, water plants, feed hay to his owner's horses, eat at a table with the rest of the family, and drink wine from a stemmed glass. That's my guy. I think about that a lot. <laughs> he was so fond of ice cream that he oh learned God, the schedules. Too. Yeah. No, we have I... a lot in common, me and Travis. Yeah, you also use keys. You don't dress yourself. No, but and I, you're bad I at drink wine plants. and I love ice cream. Yeah, that's really it. That's a good point. So, yeah, <laughs> he liked ice cream so much that he learned the schedules <laughs> of passing ice cream trucks, right? So he also logged onto the computer to look at pictures. I do that. Yeah, I'm... I mean, Relatable. He sounds like me, really. <laughs> yeah, we're all Travis. Uh, we don't want to be, actually. No. But and you'll find not. out. Yeah. <laughs> he watched television using a remote control and brushed his teeth using a water pick. He enjoyed watching baseball on television and had also driven a car on several occasions. Holy so, shit. yeah, he was a smart boy. Yeah. Smart monkey. 
or right. chimp, rather. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, they're monkey. not. They're not monkeys. They're I know. apes or whatever. They're monkey shaped. They're monkey shaped. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I'm going. So Jeremy, Sandra, is it, is it Jeremy or Jerome? It might be Jerome. It looks like Jerome. I've seen Jeremy pronounced spelled like that too. Yeah, like okay. I've seen Jeremy spelled like this too. Oh, okay. But Jeremy or Jerome, uh, Sandra Harold's husband, died from cancer in 2004. So that sucks. And the Harold's only child had died in a car accident. Oh, as, Sandra. Yeah, that Sandra sucks. has a sorry. rough life. So as a result, Sandra Harold saw Travis as a sort of like surrogate son, right? Yeah. And she pampered I him. I would do the same thing. Like you lose your family, then you... You really bond to the, the bond, gym you already love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's your company. Exactly. And he was so your smart. Only family left, so... Yeah, and he was so smart, he's right? Like like, he's person. like another person. Yeah. Like he's basically part of the family, like more than that. Like my cats are part of the family and they don't use a remote at all. Yeah, I know. They don't <laughs> even have to be like they don't even have to like ice cream with me. No. I don't make them drink wine from a stem glass. That's I still good. love them. They'd have a hard time. They, they don't they have thumbs. No thumbs. Poor girls. Also, you probably shouldn't give alcohol to your pets. No. Unless not. they're a chimp, apparently. I I don't know how that goes. Hmm. I wonder how they would like wine. Well, he loved it. <laughs> okay. Apparently, but only from fancy glasses. Of course. So, she slept and bathed with Travis, saying after the incident, quote, I'm, like, hollow now. He slept with me every night. Until you've eaten with a chimp and bathed with a chimp, you don't know a chimp. Well, that, I mean, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, she really knew this guy. It is guy. a funny statement. <laughs> it's a, I know, I'm just like... That's a lot of criteria. Yeah, you have to do those two things. Bathe together? Um, I guess I might just really never know a chimp. Yeah, I know. I was thinking that. <laughs> like, I'll just have to settle for not knowing a chimp ever in my life. Well, yeah. I mean, Duncan? Duncan, though. I mean, are we related to... We're related to something chimp adjacent. Yeah. So Duncan acts like a chimp. That's true. I don't true. bathe with him, though. So I guess I don't know. He also drinks <laughs> wine and likes ice cream. Oh, my God. All these parallels. It's, it's like an Oscar movie. I'm getting very suspicious. Everything comes together. Yeah. <laughs> so in October 2003, Travis escaped from the Herald's car and held up traffic at a busy intersection <laughs> and was on the loose for several hours. The incident began after a pedestrian threw something at the car that went through a partially open window and struck Travis while they were stopped at a traffic light. So oh, what the fuck? Like, yeah. So fair enough. Why'd this pedestrian throw what shit? An asshole. Yeah, I don't. Get it. So startled, Travis unbuckled his seatbelt, opened the car door, and chased the man, but did not catch him, which was lucky for this man. Idiot man. Yep. I mean, he kind of deserved it in this case. So when police arrived, they lured the chimpanzee into the car several times, only to have Travis let himself out of another door and occasionally chase the officers around the car. So I'm picturing like that cartoon chase music from Scooby-Doo happening (laughs) in this part. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, a little bit. So laws were actually introduced surrounding this, like, in the area, but Travis wasn't, like, they weren't made to give him up, mainly because the Heralds had him for so long, and authorities didn't think that he actually posed a danger. Yeah, and it kind of seems like... This seems reasonable. It's weird that this is the first incident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it seems weird that it, that would... Be a prelude to what's coming. him so much. And th- yeah, I kind of seem... I see what you're saying, like... But that guy, I don't know. I don't know that I wouldn't jump out of the car and chase him. Well, I think part <laughs> like of the issue is Like, having... clearly, it was like he knew that that was the car that 
you know, had the chimpanzee in it. Like, it's a fixture around town, so it's probably pretty well known. Yeah. And he's just being a fucking idiot and threw something. Well, why would you throw something through someone else's window in general? Because some people just want to ruin something that's good. Like, some people just can't fucking let something be. That's so fucking weird. Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah, so who knows? Maybe it was accidental. Maybe he meant to throw it out of the car as he was driving, like, a piece of garbage or something, and it went it through there. It's, it's, it's Oh, yeah, okay. That's weird. It's no. It's really hard to miss I a, doubt a it. garbage can and hit a car. Yeah, good point. No, and he managed to get through the window. <laughs> yeah, so, no, so it's obviously not. not even, like, a wrapper. It's, like, Yeah, like, something. something. Yeah. yeah. They didn't think he posed a danger. However, now and this is turn. Andrea's turn. Yep. However... This is what happened. On February 16th, 2009, at around 3.40 p.m., Travis attacked Sandra Harold's 55-year-old friend, Sharla Nash, inflicting devastating injuries to her face and limbs, basically tearing them off. Yeah, all three of those things, the hands Ah! and the face. Okay. Yep. So Travis had left the house with Sandra Harold's car keys, and Nash came to help get him back in the house. Upon seeing Nash holding a Tickle Me Elmo, one of his favorite toys, Travis immediately attacked her. Uh, okay. Yeah, so... Yikes. So I guess she was probably she trying to picked hold up a to- Oh, probably like trying to lure him. Probably trying to lure him and he saw her with it and freaked out. My toy. Yeah. Uh, it was weird, especially since he was familiar with Nash, who had also worked at the Herald's towing company, although she had a different hairstyle at the time of the attack, which some people think might have confused and alarmed him. Well, well, you never know with that's animals. That's fragile, though. Yeah. Uh, he had also been taking medication for Lyme disease. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sandra Harold, who was 70, oh my God. Yeah. 70 years old at the time, tried to stop Travis by hitting him with a shovel and even stabbing him with a butcher knife. How did she get a hold of a butcher knife? Guessing she ran into the kitchen and ran out. Okay. After the shovel didn't stop him. Yeah. This is a pretty severe situation. Yeah. She said, quote, for me to do something like that, put a knife in him, was like putting one in myself. Yeah, like I would. Me too. To save your own, I don't know, I'd be torn. (laughs) But I mean, like. If one of your cats was like trying to eat my face and literally trying to kill me, which not likely, but for this hypothetical, then what would you do, right? Yeah, I mean, you'd have to. You'd have to do something, but it would break your heart. Yeah, it would, yeah. But you have to stop them. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, she was just doing everything she could to stop him from doing this, and that sucks. I think I was getting her confused with Sharla. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I was like, how did Sharla... Like, no, Charla is not find a fighting shovel and right a butcher now. Knife. Okay. No, she is yeah, on the so ground Sandra's having her, save her face torn off. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The chimp turned around, she said, as if to say, quote, Mom, what did you do? And he, of course, got even angrier. Sandra called 911 and pleaded for help. Travis's screams can be heard in the background of the tape as Sandra begs for police, who initially believed the call was some kind of hoax until she started screaming, quote, he's eating her. Oh, my God. Okay. I know, right? That's a lot. Yeah. And stop thinking it's a hoax every time. Like, that wastes valuable minutes. Yeah. Um, emergency. I get it, but... I get it, but you need to respond. It's not really an option. Well, plus, like... If he was a fixture in the town, then people kind yeah, of knew that there was a chimp him. living there. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, having like a wild animal as a pet is, it's, it is just like waiting. 
it's just a waiting game before something goes wrong. Yeah, it can be a <clears throat> bad one. But... Yeah. Okay, emergency medical services waited for police before approaching the house, and when the police got there, Travis headed towards their car, tried to open a locked passenger door, and smashed a side-view mirror. Then he went, calmly, around to the driver's side door and opened it, at which point Officer Frank Schiaffari shot him several times. Yeah. Travis retreated to the house where he was found dead next to his cage. Oh, my God. I know. That, that is heart, so sad. Yeah, that broke my heart, like, he's a lot. He's trying to go back to his cage. But he had hurt. to do it. He, mm. I, I get it. But it's, I the, it. everything about this situation is heartbreaking for everyone. I'm very upset. First he gets, like, I, I get, like, she had to do this. But first he gets stabbed by his mother. And he's just, like, scared and confused, probably. And Yeah. Okay. I also though Charla. Yeah. This is bad for her. Bad for Sandra. Really bad bad for for everyone. Yeah. This was terrible, and that is heartbreaking. But it's also heartbreaking. I know when I I, forgot when I read that about it being heartbreaking. It is when I I read that I was like, no. Yeah, I didn't. Oh my god. I didn't remember the details. I don't know if I ever ever even knew all the details. So no. Um. Not the details of his death, and that's just so fucking sad. Uh. The emergency crew described Nash's injuries as, quote, horrendous. Within the following 72 hours, she underwent more than seven hours of surgery on her face and hands by four teams of surgeons. Whoa. The hospital provided counseling to the staff members who initially treated her because of the brutal nature of Nash's wounds. Yeah, so this was That's traumatic. Inten- well, no face. Yeah, her face, her jaw, things were just, it was bad. Yeah, I think I've seen... Poor Charla. Her, uh, briefly in an interview once. She did appear on an interview. That's actually yeah. mentioned. Okay. Yeah. Um, paramedics noted that she lost her hands, nose, eyes, eyeballs? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Okay, lips and mid-face bone structure and received significant brain tissue injuries. Doctors reattached her jaw but announced on April 7th, 2009 that Nash would be blind for life. Well, yeah, if her eyes are gone. Yeah, they, I guess they couldn't do much about them. They'd been torn Just damaged. apart. Oh, okay. oh, I know. Okay, her injuries made her a possible candidate for an experimental face transplant surgery. So, after initial treatment at Stamford Hospital, Nash was transferred to the Cleveland Clinic in Cleveland, Ohio, and her family started a trust fund to raise money to pay her, quote, unfathomable medical bills and to support her. To support her daughter. <laughs> her daughter. I think oh, she, okay. She had a daughter, yeah, I believe. That makes sense, yeah. Who's probably helping pay for this. I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm not okay. sure about that, but that's what I I got from my research. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just, I can't <laughs> even imagine those medical bills, though, like, no. in the States. That would be nuts. I think that if someone's face is ripped off, you should just you should help cut them, them a for deal. Free. Yeah, like <laughs> uh, this this poor woman has been through enough. Like yeah, Jesus, just do it for free. Um, Nash revealed her face in public for the first time on the Oprah Winfrey Show on November eleventh, two thousand nine. At that time, she was no longer in physical pain from the attack, and family members said she hoped to leave the Cleveland clinic soon. But she, like, so that was probably the interview where you saw clips of her. Yeah, I think that was it, yeah. I don't yeah. remember where I saw it, if it was on TV or briefly or something. I didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah, well, you can probably find clips of it online, but I felt like that was, I don't know, I feel like that was just not super respectful. Like, she wanted to appear, but people ripped it. 
obviously, and put it online everywhere. And yeah. I just uh, – Yeah, I mean, if you're going on the Oprah Winfrey show, everybody's going to see you. Yeah, but I mean, like, the people clipping it out of context and putting it yeah. everywhere Maybe on the internet. Yeah, just putting tiny clips of the interview. That's not great because, I mean, you either listen to the whole thing or – like, what I saw was a clip. Like, I didn't get to see the whole interview because I wasn't watching Oprah Winfrey. No. I was watching something and, like, I don't know if it was news or, like, a show or something, but they put a clip of the interview and then that's why I only saw a bit of it. Yeah. And I didn't watch the whole show that I was in. I don't remember. Because a lot of people would use that as a spectacle, right? Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. So the incident became an international news story. Shortly after the attack, a woman who had lived in the same area as Harold came forward with information that, back in 1996, the chimpanzee had bitten her hand and tried to pull her into a vehicle as she greeted him. She claimed to have complained to the Heralds and to police, who stated they had no record of any such complaint. So it's hard to say on that one. Yeah. I, it's, it's conjecture on that one. Like, yeah. that's anecdotal, so I don't know. In June 2000, like, some people will just do that to, like, get attention. Yeah, or to but be like, I knew But there are also cases along. where cops are like, whatever, I'm not writing that down. <laughs> yeah, you so know? it could be either one. Yeah. Uh, in, tu- in June, in June. In June 2011, Nash underwent the transplant surgery, receiving a donated face and hands. The hands transplant was initially successful, but because Nash developed pneumonia shortly thereafter, doctors were forced to remove her newly transplanted hands due to the infection and poor circulation. That sucks. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, this is all (laughs) brutal. Did her face... Did she get to keep the face? I think it's... (laughs) started to reject there's information from 2016 about that but okay. i think it eventually must have taken her I, i'm not sure what she's been doing up. since that's something that i'm gonna like yeah. yeah i know that there are issues with that too but that some success was had okay. at some point due to standard procedure travis the chimp's head was taken to the state laboratory for a rabies test and the body was taken to the university of connecticut for a necropsy uh, the head tested negative for rabies, but there was Xanax remaining in his system. Yeah, there was Xanax. He had been given some Xanax. This, was she regularly giving him Xanax? Um, you know, I'm not sure if that was how they treat, like, like they mentioned that he was on medication for Lyme disease, so maybe yeah. they also gave him Xanax as like an anti-anxiety thing. Yeah, Okay. Necropsy results in May 2009 could mainly confirm that the chimp was overweight and that he'd been stabbed. Yeah. Good job. So they, uh, that was clear. (laughs) Two things that you don't need to have an autopsy for. Uh, no. (laughs) But, okay. Uh, the remains were cremated at All Pets Crematory in Stamford on February 25th, 2009. Toxicology reports confirmed Sandra's statement that she had given Travis Xanax laced tea the day of the attack, which could have increased his aggression. Xanax, like, you'd think it would calm him the fuck down. Like, that's probably why (laughs) she gave it to him, right? Yeah. Xanax is a short-acting, potent anti-anxiety drug that can cause disinhibition and disorientation and occasionally paradoxical reactions of hallucination, aggression, rage, and mania in humans. And that's weird, I mean. In my experience, that's really not what benzos do, but you really never know, says Ren. Yeah. That's true. Um, there are some medications that, like, have the exact side effect that they're supposed to be not helping. Yeah, that they're supposed to be not causing. Yeah, yeah. and Xanax, like, I haven't heard of that side effect, but... 
like medi- like antidepressants can cause suicidal depression. Yeah. Thoughts and it, like okay, well that sounds like it's not working then. <laughs> I think like like that's mm. got to be a rare one for Xanax, which is a benzodiazepine anti-anxiety med. Yeah. Like, Xanax is bad in other ways, kids at home, but you yeah. probably shouldn't be listening to the same way. But, um, yeah, no, like, yeah. Like, usually it, I, That's like, not usually what it does. Makes you tired. It calms you down. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's a sedative, right? Yeah, it's a sedative. So he so was the, exactly strange. the opposite of sedated. Yeah. So on May 24th, but I mean, I guess if he's like, if he's disoriented, maybe that caused... Like, but it yeah. sounds like something she probably regularly gave him. So I don't know. Yeah, to help him with that. Yeah. So on May 24th, 2010, 15 months after the attack, Sandra Harold died suddenly of a ruptured aortic aneurysm at the age of 72. Her attorney, Robert Golger, released the following statement, quote, Ms. Harold had suffered a series of heartbreaking losses over the last several years, beginning with the death of her daughter who was killed in a car accident, then her husband, then her beloved chimp Travis, as well as the tragic maiming of friend and employee Sharla Nash. In the end, her heart, which had been broken so many times before, could take no more. Ugh. I know. God, that, like... It's so sad. This poor old lady like, who's alone. Can and- you imagine having to stab... Hazel, because she was killing me. Yeah, that'd be hard, and yeah. you having to have a face transplant, and also like I can't mom and my hypothetical child died. Like yeah, like I have so much trouble with stab. Like I would obviously save your life. Can't really see this happening though. <laughs> it's Sugar unlikely. And are very unlikely to overpower you, but <laughs> I don't think um, Hazel's coming for you. Either. That's what it would feel like. It would be the a lot, and this this wasn't even like. I feel like it, him getting like hit by a car, which would be bad enough, but yeah. like it was brutal. Her friends getting and his last she like, has to stab him. memory of his mother before dying is of her stabbing him. Like it's just she would have known this and lived with this too. Like and her husband had died. And yeah, her, her she had child. to live with it for almost twenty years. Uh, right. Well, she. I don't know when her. Oh, wait, um, I don't years, know when sorry. her daughter died. Two years. She had to live with the the you know maiming of her friend. I got her mixed up again with fifty uh, five year old Sharla. Yeah, no. Um, Sandra was an older lady. Was seventy. So this apparently. this happened like fairly quick succession. The yeah. deaths in she her life. She was seventy, and then she died two years later. After well, that might have been a relief. Like I can't imagine. I don't know. It That's a like lot of loss, upset. and then you had to stab your beloved like. Like it would feel like stabbing sugar. Or I know. I thought uh, of that, okay. and I just, I just feel like, and and your friend is literally, she yeah. saw her get torn apart. That's yeah, traumatic. That's traumatic. So like this woman, she went through so much. Uh, that, like nothing was good. I feel so bad for her. I know. Um, it's really yeah. sad. Like that case. Yeah, it's, it's sadder intense. than I remember it being. But I don't think I read a detailed account. Yeah, no, because when you hear about it on, like, list sites, they're covering the scary part, which is the more yeah. where they're going, they're talking about face getting ripped off, right? Yeah. Like, she, they don't talk about the details or yeah. the background or, like, what happens after something that horrible happens. It's not like in a horror movie where it just fades to yeah, black. Yeah, they just say the details of the incident without yeah. really talking about the fallout and well because they're covering it like a horror movie scene right yeah the violent thing happens screen fades and you're Done. no one no mm-hmm. one experiences anything after yeah uh, okay so that was sad yeah i know right um, that's intense so <laughs> um 
If you want more devastation, uh, go to our Patreon. No, I don't. I, this feels wrong. Your <laughs> stories about your face. Isn't it? Send us stories about times your animal didn't die. Yeah. How about that? That one. And your face did not. Tell us the time have... that your face did not get ripped off. Yeah. And yeah. that you and the hands that you still have. Send us pictures of those. Send us cute pictures of your pets. Ah, uh, please. I want to see some yes. cute some cute kittens. Adorable pet peets and snoozes. It's a snoozes. Snoozes, sleeping pets. Um Aww. and okay, so yeah, uh tweet us. Tweet we, at us. Yeah, we are at, at two scared sibs. We oh, like to talk nice. in unison, so uh, you might have to use to that. <laughs> yeah, that's how we <laughs> how we are like i've been sending out stickers to patrons too um and we do send out merch regularly so if you go to patreon.com slash two scared siblings and sign up to be a patron we will send you some stickers because i got a whole stack of them they're cool they're nice stickers uh yeah and then you'll just have to provide me with your address obviously you also get special shout outs and bonus episodes for our five dollar tier and the one dollar tier you get a verbal shout out and your name the credits and yeah yeah basically we'll give you shit yeah and you'll like it or else I know, that felt like a command. I was <laughs> like, like a threat. Love that sticker. I treasure it. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. Like Send proof of life of the sticker regularly. Frame it. Just a sticker on a newspaper. Keep it under your pillow and kiss it at night. <laughs> so yeah, that's our info. Email us your cute pet stuff at uh two scared siblings at gmail.com. And yeah, we are on every website. I know. We're I always, all over the place. We're on Stitcher. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Yeah, you can download iTunes, all over the place. Which you probably know because you are listening to this. But if you wanted to change your platform, that is an option. Okay. Yeah, you can down <laughs> you can download them for free on iTunes, so you can carry us with you wherever you go. Because you love us. Yeah, because you love us almost as much as that sticker. <laughs> it's, a, it's a close, it's close, a close one. Yeah, it's cl- uh, we get it. We understand. So, now to make you feel better, because we're all devastated and everyone is sad, we're going to give you a kiss. Sleep well.